Hello everyone, welcome back to the Gersh Chat podcast of the bold. Uh, welcome back with me, your host, Daria. Um, and with me here, we have Liz joining us again. What's up, guys? I'm glad to be back. And now this week, uh, we are going to stride away a little bit uh, from your usual girly topics uh, and move a little more into female empowerment with our next topic of on starting your own business. That's my favorite topic so far. <laughs> yes, uh, I knew you would enjoy that, Liz. That's why you're back. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Liz actually owns her own small business. So mm. how about we start from uh, telling us what is your small business? What is it that you do? Um, okay, so I'm just going to shout out And I'm just going to do a disclaimer that she's doing amazing things and you should definitely check Stop her out. It. Stop it, Dari. <laughs> You're making me blush. Um, I'm just telling the truth. Oh, thank you. Um, well, just, you know, at myself, for anyone who's looking us up, I run my own small business. It's called Lizzie's, L-I-Z-Z-Y, Customizations. I'm on Instagram. I have my own website that I've created myself. I'm more active on Instagram, though. Um, basically, I make custom merchandise. I hand sew masks. I hand sew scrunchies. I use this thing called a Cricut machine, which is a cutting machine that I could upload images or designs and they cut out the design for me and then I do all the handwork with my hands and put it on like cups so I make custom tumblers I actually have one in my bag for class right now that has my name on it I've made custom Starbucks cups which are t probably top seller for any small business because everyone's looking for those like you know here's the most popular Disney Starbucks cups if yeah, you believe it or not. especially um, as we all saw the images of what was happening on the 50th celebration with Disney cups yeah. and Disney. I was amazed by those photographs. Okay, people were yeah. fighting and they, you know, yours are embedded and they have characters and things like that. So like it, I can see that, you know, like I can see why it's popular. Yeah. But those ones were just blue. Yeah, so the ones <laughs> at Disney were, because um, it's funny, like, I also make these things called straw toppers. Um, if anyone knows what resin is, it's like this little, like, mold that you could put on the straw. It's just a cute decoration. It doesn't do anything. Um, I've made a bunch of them. They're also a good seller. Disney actually started doing them, um, like, a year ago. And all small businesses were, like, raving, like, Disney, you stole people's, like, ideas that we started doing with resin because they never did it. Disney, I love them. When it came to their cups, they're like, okay, we're Disney, so it's going to be big. But, like, I think it's different when it's a small business doing it. Like, for me, I ask someone what they want, and they'll tell me, you do it. Tell me, what, like, I'll just give you, like, someone gave me Mulan, and I did Mulan and, um, like, all the characters, like, um, Mushu and people from that for my friend. And I put her name in the Mulan font from the movie on the cup, whereas in Disney, you just get, like, whatever they give you. Yeah. So that's the difference. Honestly, like, that's that's a little side note, but I feel like it connects to the topic. That's why, like, I appreciate small businesses. I have this small business in Poland, and I ordered, like, my Marvel, like, embroidered T-shirts yeah. from there uh, because 
like I looked at like official Marvel merch and it's disgusting. Okay, it's also like, expensive for no reason. Like, yeah, I, like I'm different. sorry. Like a disclaimer, I love Marvel. If you work at Marvel, I really want to work there too. Love you guys, but. No, the merch is very generalized and you know they and I think they should look at small businesses because I feel like what sells best is those like customized things. Like people don't need a huge Avengers logo. Maybe they want like, you know, a little Loki sign, you know, they want just a little horns or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's great that those small businesses like kind of personalize it to human being. Because yeah. how many times you're in the store and you're like, I like it, but I would change this or this. So funny you say that is when I actually just recently came back from going to Disney World. I was actually in Florida, but I went to Disney World like each day. And me and my family talked about like what we wanted. We didn't really buy a lot because we weren't like in love with everything. My sister literally said to me, see, I judge by could Lizzie make that? Like, could she could she kind of make, like, an amateur version that I'll, like, wear the same thing or look exactly like that image? Or, you know, because I actually started embroidering, but it's, like, a hard process. I have a machine, so don't don't ask for embroidery. I let my, my fans, my people know when everything's, like, solid because trial and error. But I, I think that's what's different from the small businesses is, like, could you do this better or change the one thing I don't like about this and it look like it was from that but you know again no disclaimers from we're not trying to copy you know the big people we're trying to be inspired by that's what all small business like if you ever look on the thing it does not say like that it will say customized or inspired by this like person which i think is great with small businesses do yeah and i feel like it's great and as you're saying like the plus about like small business even themselves is that when someone does have a design they post like for small business it's much easier to email them or contact the person and be like hi so i really like what you did here but can we like i i was doing that because i'm actually ordering a custom shirt because i'm uh, my plan is to go to disney in uh, in spring so you know i'm Planning Any out cups my you outfits need, let me know. Month in, months in advance. And I was like, I like this embroidered thing, but can you move it to the left? And can we add, like, a little thing below? And, like, and, and small businesses are great like that because people can text you, can reach out on it's Instagram. It's more personal, I will say. Yeah. It's more personal and, with their and, client. And be like, I like that. Can we make a crossover with something else? And it's so great that, like, you took something that you're good at. And you yeah. change it into something that, you know, makes people, answers people's needs. Yeah. And and that's actually the crazy part that you say, like, you take what you're good at. I actually did not think I'd have a small business when I got the machine that I use for everything. Because I, I was always crafty. I came from a crafty, like, family. Like, in high school, I was on cheerleading, and I made some cheer bows for, like, benefits and stuff. Um, but when the pandemic heightened, I kept wanting a cricket, and my dad's like, she's not going to use this for after a month and my mom's like are you kidding she's telling you she wants these shirts because I wanted a shirt with a Starbucks logo but I did not want to buy it because it was like $25 on Etsy and I was too cheap that that point even though $25 is not bad because I charge that much I understand now um but I was too cheap and my mom's like just get it and then a month into having it and I got it in April of 2020 um my friends at work were like, can you make me this, this, and this? Like, because I started making my own stuff and I brought it to work because I was there every day. 
and all my coworkers. Like I like if they're listening, they were my clients first, and they were my loyal clients. They still come to me, and it just started up, and it's like it's so much more personal because like I'm local. I feel like that's another thing that uh, in the pandemic we started talking a lot about, you know, supporting local people and supporting small businesses. And like, for example, like I can see that I was stuck during part of pandemic in Poland and I started looking at, you know, what are the small businesses they're doing that like I can change, you know, that it's unique. Because another thing is, you know, when you're going to do them a t-shirt that's based on like their design or something they love it's not like 10 people uh 10 other people they will pass on the street will have the same t-shirt you know which is another cool factor in the whole process that you have something that's unique um but you mentioned the buying of the machine so the costs because i remember you mentioned that you have like embroidering machine and like your family helps you um, and I was like wondering uh, how what were your starting costs? Like, how do you think like objectively, if you feel like comfortable sharing, like how much time it would so I'm take you asking, to like go to zero? Um, are you asking also like the price of the machine I got and how much I charge? Um, not e- necessarily like, so, like particular prices, but like how did you manage like financially starting the business? Starting it, I had no idea what I was doing. I'm not I'm not going to sugarcoat it and be like, yeah, I had this like eight figure plan out um, because at first I didn't want to do a business. At first, I just wanted the machine because I wanted to make my own stuff because I didn't want to buy it. I wanted to do it myself because I looked up how to do it. I used to go online and make it like online. Yeah, also like you wearing the college merch reminded yeah. me of how like ridiculously expensive yeah, college like, this merch is. expensive and like I now I'm like I could have made this for $10 yeah, for myself. Yeah, honestly like this is what hits me especially with college merch when I look at those yeah. pieces and they are all so expensive and literally like as you were saying most of them are so cheaply made. It's, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. So yes, continue. Um, <laughs> no, again like I... Again, like I said, I did not go into the business knowing what I was doing. I had no idea how to start a business. I literally had no idea. What I, I actually, my starting price that I, I remember how much I charged for the Starbucks cup, because that was the first product I made for someone else, um, to now how much I charge. I charged my friend $10 for the cup because it was simple. She wanted like hearts and puppy prints because she had puppies on her and melinda if you're listening to this i love that you still use the cup um but like i she wanted a simple around the cup design and i didn't know how much it charged and i got like with what i had they gave me a starting pack pack sorry of it and i was like let me just make it for her i'll charge her ten dollars it's not a big deal and then more people want it i'm like okay now i have to start buying more material so now i outweighed like the cost of the material if i bought in bulk outweighing the cost of like okay I'm gonna make this much so I gotta wait out so now I charge depending on the design I range my cups from lowest $15 like let's say you want one small thing one color design it's gonna be 15 because the cups three dollars um to 30 to 35 depending on because Starbucks cups are the highest um if like the cup is a limited edition cup like the color changing Starbucks cups and you want to like a huge design full wrap that's going to be a lot, especially if it's different colors. It charges, like, and then on Amazon, I get these, like, long insulated tumblers that for a four-pack, it's, like, $39 to ship them because they're, like, like 
their Sterling and their insulated tumblers, and those last hours. So I charged like 25 to 35 for those. Um, and then clothing, again, I go to Michael's for everything, if not Amazon, um, for bulk items, and their stuff is, like, a dollar. You you start, like, looking at other people's stuff and comparing, like, okay, this person who's doing well is charging 35 I can make the exact same thing. I'm not, I don't charge for a shipping price if you're local on Staten Island or in, like, Brooklyn. It's a, if I have to mail it out is what I charge. So it's like I could charge something that's getting charged for $35. Like this St. John's t-shirt, someone would charge $35 because it's three different colors. There's an outline that I'm wearing right now, and it's a red shirt. The shirt, I would charge this at least 20 bucks. I'd go a full, like, $15 lower because it's unnecessary to charge someone $35. I'm still making a profit by also doing that. And I'm giving myself, like... Someone's going to recommend me instead of the $35 person is what I'm thinking about. And then I raise my price. If you keep coming back, then I discount on how much you buy. Like my friend from work who's still with me got a $200 order. I lowered her down to $100 because I'm like, you you spent like every paycheck on me. So I'm going to discount you. So I also do that. I weigh out like my options more than that. I feel like it makes a lot of sense. And I feel like it's also good that you're like approaching it like... I feel like it's very smart, cost-wise, that, you know, if you know someone's going to come back to you, it makes sense for the lower price because you know that at the end of the day you're going to go higher. So I feel like it's a very smart business model. Thank you. I, I try. It's stressful, but I try. Yeah. And and she's a communication, not the business school. Yeah, Who I'm a communications major, guys. <laughs> with her phone but she's very good at communicating her business on social media um yeah and and for so kind of because uh, a lot of machines like you know you got help getting them like just like in general if you feel comfortable sharing if someone would like to start from the scratch would do you think you would weigh the cost of like your investments into your prizes and like how would that affect if that would be something that you would be buying on your own so i got lucky my parents bought everything and then my embroidery machine was my birthday gift bought by again i'm four child out of five so it was my ninth no my 20th birthday present from my family like all my siblings and my parents all pitched in it was 300 dollars for my embroidery machine um that i'm still learning how to use um, and I'm pretty sure the Cricut machine that I have is the Explorer 2. It was, I think, on sale for like 180 maybe less on Amazon. Um, I definitely think do it. Outweigh the cost. If you're willing and you are passionate about, you know, starting it, not even if you want to start a business. If you're passionate about, like, making stuff and you want to try something out, definitely do it. I think it outweighs the cost because the worst thing that could happen there's always going to be someone who will want your machine and you could go on Poshmark, you could go on Instagram and resell it for maybe 20 bucks over or under that someone's going to want. So I definitely think everyone should very like look at the decisions in front of them. If I had the money because I now have the money because I work and I have my small business on the side and without my small business, I still could have bought it myself because it's not expensive to a point where you know, you have to do payment plans, but you can. So I definitely think anyone who's looking to buy it, definitely do it. They're not they're not expensive, but they're not cheap. They're, like, perfectly 
good for what you want. No, I feel like it's a it, it's a, it's very good advice. And I feel like another thing that um, is okay also for small businesses to do if you paid for it yourself, maybe for the first month or two you're gonna charge that dollar or two more to have that investment pay back to you, and that's okay too. Like I feel like when you own your small business, like it may take a little time to pick it up. But as we had that discussion on one of our classes, you should never undervalue yourself. Yeah, and, I agree with that. And I feel like a good advice here would be, you know, to to think, yes, you're just starting and it may take a little marketing, but if you are doing high-quality things, don't undervalue yourself yeah. because you deserve it. Um and you mentioned that um, you have another job, and of course we are both full-time students. So yeah. how did that affect the time management? Oh my God. How is time management? So I actually had my job before I had my business. Um, so I actually got my job fairly before the pandemic happened, and then I started my business um, in the April of the height of the pandemic, the month after we got shut down. And I was working every day, I never stopped. It it was tough. It's it's tougher now that school's on. Like I, time management's definitely a big thing on me. So I spend a roughly two hours, depending on the project that I'm doing, because it's easy. Like I've gone to learning how to like work everything to now I could do something in five minutes. I could do a small tedious project in like ten minutes at at most because it's so tedious. Um, but it is stressful having a job on top of having a small business and also being in school. And now I'm also taking on an internship that's going to be prioritizing two parts of my day. Um, but I find time because actually the reason I love having this small business, and again, it wasn't a business that I wanted, is because it's a hobby I wanted to do. I've always been crafty. I've always wanted to make things. And the motivation that keeps me going that, like, I'll be up till 2 a.m. doing something in my craft room because I finally got my own little room area in my house for it um, is that the smile on the person's face when you see, like, they love the, the design. So time management, it's like you got to level it out somewhere where it's like, okay, I have school this time. I have two hours before work. How far? How long is it going to take me to get to work? So when am I going to have to leave? Like, okay, I can fit one part of this project and then after work, relax, do it for another 10 minutes, and then you're good. Because you also give um, the customer, like, I tell my customers, depending on when they need it, I ask them first, when do you need the item by? The latest. And they'll tell me. I'm like, okay, so the latest you'll get it by is two days before because I do have school, I do have work, so I can't do this. When it relates to my family members who don't understand my time management, um, they're like, can I have this by tomorrow? I'm like, I- I'm kind of in school, but and sure. And let me guess, the closest friends and family are the ones who are going to play on your emotions to get a thing done because they we me all know it sometimes happens. Because you can't, like, you know, not yeah. answer to a person and be like, oh, like, I'm sorry, I told you it's going to be latest that time. You you can't do that with your family because they can just re-knock on your door. Oh, no. I'm like, uh-huh. I, I tell my family that um, they're the last people to get done. Like, if I have a huge order and then my family's like, oh, can I have this by, like, within a week? I'm like, yeah, but you're going to get it the day before you need it because I have other stuff I have to do. And then I also have a client. Um, I won't name her, but she's, like, a huge person on Staten Island that my mom knows. Like, 
reality TV star, um, but I won't name her because I don't want her, like, knowing who she is right now, um, that she'll message me two days before she needs something. It's nearly like me and friends from Poland. Yeah. That was <laughs> like, I love her. She gave, like, she gave me so much business when I've made something for her. I love her. And, you know, if she's listening and knows who I'm talking about, I appreciate her. But, like, it's like she'll give me two days' notice. I'm like... Okay, okay, I got this. And I'll go, I'll stay up till like 2 a.m. doing it and making sure it's like sealed and everything and perfect because like she gave me, like she's a huge person on Staten Island. Again, I'm not going to name who she is because, you know, I don't want her like thinking I, I get stressed by her. But anyway, um, it's just like the time management of that stresses you out. But it's also like, okay, I got this. I'm getting paid in the end. Let's do this. Yes, and something that you've mentioned uh, was that, like, you have the job, the internship is coming. Have you, like, the, the big part of your business is the plus, as you mentioned, that a big advantage is the fact that you're your own boss. So you're doing it as a hobby, uh, but you're on, you're, you are your own boss. So you can kind of, you know, set your own schedule if you can, like say, oh, I'm not taking orders this week if you're like too busy. The question is, were you ever like future-wise, like thinking, you know? Yes. Oh, did you think about, you know, dropping your current job or what would take priority? Yes. <laughs> yes to what? <laughs> yes. I already know what you're asking me. Yes, yes to yes, everything. Yes. Uh, so what are the plans for the future? Um, I continue, I like, I plan on continuing doing this small business until, you know, I can't anymore, because I, I, like, literally, they say, like, if you enjoy what you do, like, you'll never work a day in your life, and, like, the internship is something I want to do in life, um, but also my business is something I want to do in life, if I could ever advertise myself and create, like, my business into, like, a like boutique or something, that would be great, or if it's still something on the side that I do on, like, a side of things, my current job, I'm sorry, it, like, I don't want to be a grocery store worker for the rest of my life. So I would have quit if I, like, if I was making the same amount of money as my, like, part-time job, I definitely would have quit earlier. I, I just have a question then if, again, if yeah. you're okay with it. Um, so if, like, have you ever thought about just, like, quitting your job and thinking like because I know a lot of people it's like when I had enough like I I observed a couple of people who kind of took their own business and some of them were like the moment I quit my job and I had time to fully commit to what I was doing in the side that's when it started earning me the same amount of money and my question is kind of did you ever like have you ever considered like being like you you know you came back after a very long stressful day of work you got shouted at and you were like you know what i'm quitting i'm gonna like 100 percent commit i'm gonna like promote put more in promotion like i don't know the flyers whatever and and i'm just gonna try to do it full time the worst case scenario i'm gonna find another part-time job like my question I've is more about like that, yes. i'm not pushing you to do anything it's more like have that mind thought ever like cross your yes. mind it has <laughs> honestly um it definitely has because like you know I love what I do and there are times like especially the holidays 
um, is a huge, huge time where it's like you want to dedicate your whole time to doing that part of the business, especially when you have other stuff going on. Like if I'm not here at school, like here at school or at work or at a family function, I'm crafting. So it's just like I'm, I could so like quit my job and do this and it made me happy. I'd be OK. But there's also like that um, stagnant time, like the summer is rough where it's like no orders come in and it's like maybe one or two and it's like, okay, what am I doing? And that's when I start creating stuff for myself and I get business back up. So that's where it's like, I've thought about it, but I've also like outweighed the pros and cons. And like, if I like, yes, I could get another job, but then I'm gonna have to wait on like, who's gonna take me or is my, is my job gonna take me back? Um, Cause I always think eight steps ahead of like a plan that I wanna do. And I'm like, you know what, it wouldn't work out in one aspect, but it could. But, like, let me, like, stay on the safe side of, like, keeping my job no, and being no, stressed. No, I absolutely understand that. Like, my my question was more coming from the side that I know there may be people who have There are people small... who have done it that I know. Yeah, and, and it's been bad for them. And it also may be people who are, like, considering. So, like, I the reason why I asked you was that, like, there are maybe some people who have their own small businesses and they are listening to us right now to kind of see how somebody else is doing that. And I thought it might be useful, you know, to ask, yeah. like, you know, to maybe help someone else in the debate because I absolutely understand you. Like, trust me, I'm someone who changed my majors at the end of junior year. Heads up, everyone. Um, and I was like, I have all the connections in this other field. Like, I know a couple of people where I could reach out and I would be like, I, I need a job. And they would be okay, but it's not a field I want to work with in anymore. So, like, I absolutely understand that saying on the safe side versus outweigh your options. Jumping. Yeah, so I feel like it's important. I just wanted to know your personal perspective. Yeah, on my personal, like, personally, it's just, like, always outweigh pros and cons. And, like, if you have more pros, definitely do it. But if you are still undecided, just stay on the safe side. Yes, and also something to remember is that the side hustle doesn't always have to become a primary hassle. Because I feel like that's something a lot of people often forget about, that there's this whole other side of debate. The whole idea of a side hassle or having a small business on the side is for it to be your additional income. So for a lot of people, yes, it's a trial basis on, oh, oh I want to be my own boss. But for other people, it's like, I'm getting nicely paid here, but it would be nice to, like, you know, make money of my hobby, too. And that's amazing. That's too. exactly what I did. Yeah. It's like, I love doing this. Let me share it with others. And definitely, I think, you know, if you know it's your side hustle and you're enjoying it, don't stress yourself if you, if you stress it to be your priority that's when it's not gonna be fun for you anymore yeah and I feel like it's it's also important to not measure yourself with other people so just because someone you follow on Instagram took their side hustle full-time doesn't mean you have to it can be your forever passion projects and that's great too and as we learned during the pandemic i feel like all the financial coaches right now are like have free hustles like yeah. have a job have have an investing account and then figure out your small business and fun fact i've actually met one um i went to this farmers market thing where i go apple picking i met one of the people that i i love their stuff i follow them on instagram i did not i thought they were located in florida no they were located in jersey like i didn't look at their location but i loved their product 
they did it like they moved to full time I was like how do you do it like words of wisdom I do it I love your stuff I'm like it is difficult but you got to find time into what you want to do and again it's literally it depends on the person I feel if you want to end up doing that in life and then knowing that you know it gets easier if you are passionate about it if you're not 100% passionate then don't like make it your priority no I absolutely understand it and I feel like you know the moral of the story here I think is that follow your passion try it out um you know and think about and think about it and kind of look around because maybe there it's something that people around you are like oh that person's good at it but you never thought about it yourself um because sometimes we need those hidden talents pointed out to us <laughs> um and i feel like it's trying out you know because the worst case scenario as you're saying like some of those things can be birthday gifts or Christmas gifts. That can be a good opportunity for you because that or birthday or other occasion, it doesn't cost you out of your pocket. So if it doesn't work out, you can resell your machine. If it doesn't work out, you can stop your Etsy shop. Like there are so many options out there. So, you know, if you have time, if you're passionate about something, try. If you need any more tips and tricks, let both know and maybe we're gonna return with some quick round the next time we see Liz. Yes, uh, I would love that. So if you have any questions or maybe Liz can take over the vault Instagram since she already has a login. Yes, I do. <laughs> I would definitely do that. Um, so if you have any questions and you want to send, maybe we will gather around questions. You are thinking about your small business. There's something that we didn't talk about here. Don't shy away. Just DM Bold. Uh, what's our handle on Instagram? Um, so I'll take it away for the handles. Um, so our Bold Instagram is at thebolt.sju. But also, if you want to reach out, um, if you're nervous about reaching out to the Bolt and you just have small business questions and want to ask me, you could reach out to my business page, which is at Lizzie, L-I-Z-Z-Y, customizations on Instagram. So if you have any questions about how starting up and you, you know, just one is between like me and you that's totally fine too definitely reach out to our instagram page we are always looking to help people with questions and give them the answers they hopefully you know will take on and think about definitely so if there's anything we can do some kind of a takeover we can answer we can put it you know we can do quite a lot of things so let us know if you have any questions um, and once again, thank you so much for listening to us and listening to our guest chats. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And that's a wrap on season one of Girls Chat Podcast. I had the most amazing time chatting with Liz, Maddie and Jill about everything from first dates and first kisses through New Year's resolutions and travel tips to everything small business connected. But don't you worry, this is not the end of Girls Chat Podcast. We will be back for season two in just a couple of weeks. And if there are any topics you would want us to cover, please reach out to us at our Instagram, which is at thebolt.sju. You can also reach out and check out my own Instagram, which is at dariawilk underscore. 
and in the meantime if you want to read some of my articles or other articles by other very talented college writers please check out uh, college mag and their instagram is at college magazine and trust me i cannot wait to be back with all of you for season two of the Gersh Chat podcast. <laughs>